Blooming Beauties Podcast, episode number 14. Hi, and welcome to Blooming Beauties Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Kim, your host. Our studio phone number is 312-957-7087. For those of you who are new to my show, here's a little bit about me and why I'm podcasting. I'm coming to you from the Chicagoland area. I have a heart for people and I really want to make a difference for others. I sell skincare, health, and wellness products, and my clients often ask me great questions about how to care for their skin or how to be more healthy. I thought this would be a good forum to help people. Each week I'll offer a different topic. I do want to be clear and say that I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to give medical advice or diagnose medical conditions. I'm using this podcast not to sell you products, but to bring you information. I believe we are our own best advocates for our health. I think it's important for us to acquire knowledge that allows us to ask better questions and expect better answers from our healthcare providers. We should be more in charge of our own health, and I hope I can help you with that here. Happy New Year, everyone. It's a new year and a new beginning. Um, As I think about New Year's and what it means... I think often we tend to look backwards and focus on what we did not do or did not accomplish over the year. And I think it's okay to look back as long as we don't stay there. So uh, just a side note, I am challenging you to look back over the last year and write a list of all of the things that you did accomplish in 2010 and write down the things that you've accomplished, that you've learned, and things that you've achieved in the past year. And then write a list of your blessings for the year. This is what I've been doing, and I'm all about keeping it positive. So I wanted to mention that I had a great question come to me from a listener in California, and I wanted to share it with all of you. I thought it was a really good question. She asked, Kim, what do you use to clean the dry exfoliating brush and makeup brushes? How often should any or all of the brushes be cleaned? Thank you from a grateful and faithful listener. Um, First, I'm so grateful for you and all of my listeners. Thank you for your support and thank you for your great questions. I use a mild shampoo to clean my brushes. I wet the brush first, put a little shampoo in my hand, and then I kind of swish or swirl the brush around, um, cleansing the brush, and then I rinse thoroughly. And it's also very important to let the brush dry completely. Um, I lay my brushes down flat on the counter or on a surface where the air can circulate around the brush. Uh, specifically for makeup brushes, definitely you want to lay them flat so that the water, because if you stand them up with the bristles pointing up, that water drips down into the handle, and uh, that moisture can interfere with the adhesive that holds the bristles in, so I recommend drying your makeup brushes flat. And then I've heard differing instructions on how often to clean them. Um, Sometimes I've heard clean your brushes once a day, once a week, once per month. I personally try to wash my brushes once a week with the mild shampoo, like I said. Um, I can speak for experience and say that I had another brush set that I used to wash every day. I used to wash the brushes every time I got done using them. And I had a special spray that I used to clean the brushes. But over time, I noticed that my brushes became very gummy and the bristles started falling out. So I had to get a new set of brushes. And now this new set that I have that I've been using for months... Um, those I'm cleaning once a week. So, so far, so good. Um, I also notice that makeup application goes on much easier and it looks better when the brushes are cleaned regularly. 
Plus, keeping brushes clean cuts down on bacteria that can spread. So it was a great question. Thank you so much. I've had a great holiday and some much-needed time off. I hope everyone had a good holiday season. If you were fortunate enough to have some time off, I hope it was good. I think time off is great for resting and renewing our bodies and our minds. Since I've indulged in lots of holiday foods and drink this season, it seems fitting to start the new year with a detox to help cleanse my body. So that's our topic for today. So the question is, is detoxing really all that important? Doesn't our body know how to detox and keep us cleaned out? And even if we choose to undergo a detoxification program, how do we know which one to choose? So I first want to start out by saying that um, we're eating foods that contain pesticides, herbicides, and other chemicals, and our air is full of heavy metals, chemicals, and toxins. Our meats contain steroids and antibiotic residues. Our water has harmful chemicals, chlorine, herbicides, and pesticides in it. And because we live in a polluted world, it puts greater demands on our body. I also totally understand the confusion surrounding detox programs because it boggles my mind too. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I thought maybe a good place to start would be talking about some of the unhealthy habits that contribute to um, this buildup of toxins in our body. So the first one is sugar consumption or overconsumption of sugar. Refined sugar holds waste in the intestines far too long, and excess refined sugar also helps promote an environment in which unhealthy bacteria thrive in the intestines. I do want to talk about um, refined sugar includes not only just sugar, but also high fructose corn syrup, um, aspartame or NutraSweet, saccharin, Splenda, and any other artificial sweeteners. For healthy sweetening, um, I've always heard that agave, nectar, or stevia are the best, and I've had both of those. Those are pretty good. Um, takes a little getting used to, but they're pretty good. So sugar consumption or overconsumption of sugar is one unhealthy habit. Fat consumption, oxidized fat, which comes from fried foods, and excess fat consumption overloads the liver and is very hard on our systems. Excess fat contributes to the development of heart disease and high cholesterol. Um, another unhealthy habit is lack of water consumption. The human body is mostly made up of water, so it seems common sense to me that the body would function and eliminate waste better with more water rather than less. Detoxing the body effectively is not possible in a dehydrated system, so while detoxing, hydration is really important. And the purer the water source, the better. Another unhealthy habit that contributes to toxins is sedentary lifestyle. We were not created to sit slumped down in front of a computer or a TV for hours. Our body was designed to move and stretch and walk. And if you notice that you're sitting for a long period of time, it can be really beneficial to stand up and stretch and walk around. So if you're at a job where you sit a lot, you know, even getting up to walk to the water cooler or moving around your desk or stretching or taking a walk down the hall can sometimes help. It helps with circulation also. And, you know, if you're able to do it every hour, that would be great. Um, also, everyone knows that moderate exercise three times a week can help with a lot of the body's functions, including lungs, heart, and digestion. Walking for at least 15 minutes a day is beneficial for colon function also. Another unhealthy habit is lack of fiber. Processed foods are dead energy for the body. Fully cooked foods lack digestive enzymes that our bodies need to digest food. Fiber helps move waste through the body, so we do need fiber and we need digestive enzymes. The body is designed to make its own enzymes, but not enough to handle the processed junk foods that we tend to overeat. Another unhealthy habit is stress overload. 
um, and also combined with lack of restful, rejuvenating sleep. Stress has a tremendous impact on our immune function when it's chronic, and over time, stress alone can contribute greatly to all sorts of body challenges uh, with elimination, digestion, and just normal body function. Going to bed every night with stressful thoughts is uh, certainly a way to keep your body from rejuvenating itself during sleep. I, I think it also causes unrestful sleep. Without relief from stress reactions, the body can't relax. And without relaxation, the body isn't able to sleep deeply and restfully, which is why a person can wake up tired even after sleeping all night long. And then the last unhealthy habit I was going to talk about today is overconsumption of meat. Red meats in particular are hard to digest for the body, and given the amount of steroids, antibiotics, and other chemicals that exist in the animals, meats in general have become unhealthy. So it's better to consume free-range meats and those raised without antibiotics, growth hormones, or other chemicals. I believe that our bodies are able to detox on their own if we eat healthy, exercise, drink enough water, get enough sleep, and maintain um, healthy mental habits that reduce stress, and then eating adequate fiber. I think the problem is that most of us don't do those things, me included, and that's why a regular detox program at least once or twice a year is something that people may benefit from. When most people start a detox program, the body will gratefully and fully cooperate with releasing toxins. So this can mean that we might temporarily feel worse, um, sometimes headachy or, or lightheaded or dizzy, that those are some common side effects that you might experience during a detox program. It usually should last no more than three days. So I'm just warning you about that. Detoxification is about resting, cleaning, and nourishing the body from the inside out. So by removing and eliminating toxins and then feeding our body with healthy nutrients, detoxifying can help protect us from disease and renew our ability to maintain optimum health. So how does detoxification work? Basically, detoxification means cleaning by removing impurities from the blood in the liver where toxins are processed for elimination. The body also eliminates toxins through the kidneys, intestines, lungs, lymph, and skin. However, when this system is compromised, impurities aren't properly filtered and every cell in the body is adversely affected. A detox program can help the body's natural cleaning process by resting the organs through fasting, stimulating the liver to drive toxins from the body, promoting elimination through the intestines, kidneys, and skin, improving circulation of the blood, and refueling the body with healthy nutrients. So how do we know if we need to detoxify? Um, a short detoxification program is generally safe for most people. In fact, scientific studies show that a detox is beneficial for health. I do want to mention that pregnant women, nursing mothers, children, and patients with any kind of chronic or degenerative disease or cancer, that they should probably not do detoxing, or if you're considering it, I highly recommend talking to your doctor first with some questions to see if it's even right for you. I have read that detoxing is recommended for symptoms such as unexplained fatigue, sluggish elimination, irritated skin, allergies, um, bags under the eyes, menstrual difficulties, mental confusion or fuzziness, and then even um, being particularly headachy. So those can be some signals that there might be some toxic buildup in the body. So where do we begin? I think the first step is to lighten up the toxin load that our body is experiencing. 
And most detox programs are going to require that you eliminate alcohol, coffee, cigarettes, refined sugars, and saturated fats. All of these act as toxins in our bodies, and they are obstacles to the healing process. Um, Some of the programs will also talk about minimizing your use of chemical-based household cleaners and personal care products or substitute with natural alternatives. Um, There are a lot of toxins in our household chemicals and even in some of the products that we're putting on our skin and and, um, using in the shower. So I wanted to mention that I use 7th Generation and Mrs. Meyers products that are supposed to be better for the environment and better for our bodies. And believe it or not, you can actually find some of these household products at Walmart. I have seen them there and I've purchased them there. And then I also use Arbonne's personal care products, which do not contain any harmful chemicals, fragrances, or dyes. So another deterrent to good health is stress, which I've talked about. Stress triggers the body to release stress hormones into our systems. While these hormones can provide the adrenaline rush to win a race or meet a deadline, in large amounts they create toxins and they slow down detoxification enzymes in the liver. So it's a good idea to detox stressful life situations along with using a detox program. Yoga and meditation are simple and effective ways to relieve stress by resetting physical and mental reactions to the inevitable stress that life can bring. So how do we know which detox program is best for us? That is a good question. Um, There are a lot of detoxification programs, and they depend on individual needs. Uh, Some of them include juice fasting. Some of them might just be um, carefully planned diets. Many of them include herbal, vitamin, and mineral supplements along with fiber. I think this is a personal decision. Um, I think for people who are new to detoxing or if they've never done it, I think they should try with um, just doing one to three days and see how your body responds. And instead of fasting, I think simply eliminating the big offenders that we talked about, um, I think that that could be a good start for people who haven't done this before. For those who are a little more familiar with detox programs or maybe have done them in the past, um, there are certain, certain things that we can do to help our body detoxify as we're following these programs and ways to cleanse our body. Uh, eating plenty of fiber, including brown rice and fresh fruits and vegetables. And if you can afford organic, then I definitely recommend buying organic. Uh, things like beets, radishes, artichokes, cabbage, broccoli, and seaweed are excellent detoxifying foods. And then also we talked about eliminating the the big um, things that that create toxins in our body, alcohol, coffee, soda, cigarettes, refined sugars, saturated fats, and then anything artificial, sweeteners, colors, dyes, or preservatives. It's also best to avoid dairy and white flour because those can also um, be heavy on the system. And then cleansing and protecting the liver by taking herbs such as dandelion root, burdock, and milk thistle. I definitely recommend drinking at least two quarts of water while doing a detox program. Breathing deeply to allow oxygen to circulate more completely through our system um, is another way of just kind of cleansing the body. And then transforming stress is important um, by emphasizing positive emotions. A couple of other things that can help while um, doing a detox program, um, sweating in a sauna so that the body can eliminate waste through perspiration is one recommendation. I don't recommend this for those with rosacea. So for all of my friends with rosacea, including me, we have to stay away from saunas and steam rooms. That heat is damaging to our skin and our symptoms. 
Exercise is another way that uh, helps the body eliminate waste through perspiration. And then last uh, podcast, I talked about dry skin brushing. That's another great way to remove toxins through our pores. And then yoga includes many poses that not only help calm the body, mind, and spirit, which helps with stress, but yoga also includes poses that help detoxify the body. And I am a huge advocate for yoga and all of the benefits of this practice. So how detoxification works, there are three main systems of the body that play a crucial role in the elimination of wastes, circulatory, digestive, and lymph. The circulatory system pumps blood throughout the body, delivering oxygen to and carrying waste products away from the cells. The digestive system processes the food we eat, separating nutrients from waste and eliminating anything the body doesn't need. And the lymphatic system collects intracellular fluid from throughout the body and transports it to the lymph nodes where anything harmful, such as bacteria or other contaminants, can be removed before the lymphatic fluid is returned to the bloodstream. It's a robust system that works well on its own, but in order to help the body keep up with the heavy demands, the trick is to give the body an assist so that it can perform its natural detoxing function. And yoga is an ideal companion. So I just want to talk a little bit about yoga. Um, I've been doing yoga. I've been practicing yoga probably for five or six years, and I love it. Um, Most forms of vigorous exercise stimulate all three systems of elimination to some extent, thereby helping the body in its quest to detox. But yoga has, um, its focus is on systemically stretching and compressing every part of the body and is particularly well suited to keeping the waste removal departments of the body functioning well. In a well-rounded yoga practice, every part of the body is pushed, pulled, twisted, and turned. This helps with the removal of waste products such as carbon dioxide, lactic acid, and lymphatic fluid from the deep tissues and extremities of the body that a jog or a bike ride just don't reach. Yogic breathing also plays an important role in promoting detoxification. Most of us engage in shallow breathing. Um, I didn't know this until I started taking my yoga class, and my yoga instructor informed me that That is generally what most of us do is shallow breathing, which inhibits the lungs from fully functioning. We don't inhale as deeply, nor do we exhale as deeply. And as a result, we don't take in as much life-sustaining oxygen when we inhale, nor do we expel as much of the potentially hazardous carbon dioxide when we exhale. So in addition to its physical benefits, yoga aids in mental detox as well. Doing yoga helps purge toxic thoughts by teaching us to move our awareness away from chaos of the mind and back to the present moment. And that practice is not a basic component of other fitness pursuits. So I'm starting a detox program Monday, which um, I'm recording this on Sunday, so that's tomorrow. And I will be hosting several healthy living workshops, plus I'm hosting a 28-day fresh start program at the end of January, and this includes a detox program. By following a detox eating program and using the nutritional and detox products that I sell through Arbon, I think it's really easy and it's spelled out for anyone to follow this program. So if this is something that you would like to hear more about, uh, please contact me. I have information that I can send you and I have workshops that I can get you hooked up with. If you have any questions about today or if there's uh, something additional that you'd like to know, please let me know and I will be happy to answer your questions. Have a great day. I hope you got something worthwhile from today's podcast, and I hope you'll join me for the next show. My plan is to give you simple tips that will allow you to live better, and I owe it to you, my listeners, to follow my own advice, so I'm challenging myself to do just that. 
I would not be able to do this without the technical genius of my husband or the creative genius of my daughter, and I continue to be very grateful for all of their help and their support. If you have any questions or want to hear a specific topic on my podcast, please call me or email me. I'd love to hear from you. You can contact me at 312-957-7087 or email at bbpodcast at live.com. I might even use your question on my next show. You can also find me at bbpodcast.com, which is my website. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of you. Lord willing, I will be with you on my next show. Have a joyful, healthy week, and let's live beautifully. Simple information to help you live beautifully and bloom where you are.